Okay, so we're middle of Parak Bays. The Alter Rebbe began Parak Bays by explaining that the concept of the Nefesh Alakis is that the Nefesh Alakis is a Chelak Alakam Imal Mamish, comes directly or is a part of the essence of Hashem. And the Alter Rebbe went on to explain that this is the idea of that Eibishter uh, is the Yisrael Olav Machshova, the concept of Manda Nofach, Metoichei Nofach, the blowing from the in-depth, the depths, the Neshama arises from the depths from within God. And al Rebbe then went on to say that this is the level of Chochmo, Chochmosei of the Eibishter, which is one with him, as the Rambam says. And we explained at length this concept based on other areas in Hasidus about what this all means. Now, al Rebbe then continues by asking a question. So the the Rebbe says, we're holding now three lines from the bottom of Vav Amar Aleph. The Rebbe says, says, V'af sh'yesh r'vivais minei chalukis madregis b'neshavis g'boya ma'al g'voya le'inkets. He says, although seemingly one will ask a question. So what essentially are we saying here? What we're saying here is, is that every, every person, every neshama stems from Atzmus. Every neshama stems from the essence of God. Every neshama stems from God Himself. But says the Alter says, says, asks, if you look around, we see that there are many different levels of neshamas. There are neshamas which are higher, and there are neshamas which are lower. He says, He says, we see that there were certain generations where their neshamas were much greater than our generations, which is ikvaso de meshicha, which is like the heel, which is like the end of the foot, the bottom, the end part of the, of the, of the soul. And, and like the difference between the brain, uh, the, like the, the heel to the brain. So what, what is the question over here is? The question over here is, is that how could we say that there's all, we all stem from the same location when we see various differences between levels of neshamas. How could you have varying differences between levels of neshamas if, if we all come from the same place? If you think about this idea a little bit deeper, so first of all, just to pick on a few words that the Alter Rebbe learns, this idea of ikvasod and meshicha. So first of all, we have to understand that when God created man, Odom Arish, an original man, God created the original man as a neshama klolos. This is a very essential idea, Bron Chassidus based on that result, that Adam Arishan had the Neshama Klolos. The Neshama Klolos means that he had within him all the Neshamas included within his soul. His soul was, so to speak, a composite of all the Neshamas of all generations. And every specific Neshama that will eventually emerge, emerges somehow from and is connected with, bound up with Adam Arishan. And this is the idea of a Nasi. When we speak about a Nasi Hadar, a Nasi stands, stands for Nitzutzei Shel Yaakov Avinu, that's the word Nasi. Netzutzei shel Yaakov Avinu. Netzutzei shel Yaakov Avinu. I mean, the Torah uses the word Nasi as a context of 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 uh, of uh, Kohen Gadol or 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 Melech. I mean, a Nasi is a Melech, but a Nasi in terms of Hasidus is referring to Netzutzei shel Yaakov Avinu. This idea brought in Kapolo, which means he has the nitzas of Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu. The Gemara says the Yaakov Avinu says the Shufri. The Yaakov Avinu ain't Shufri Adamarishin. The Gemara Bava Metziah says that the beauty of Yaakov was like the beauty of Adamarishin. What does it mean? The beauty. 
So it doesn't necessarily, it also means physical beauty, but it means also on a spiritual level, as Chassidus explains, it means that Yaakov Avinu also had it, was a Neshama Klolos. Yaakov Avinu, we learned in last week's parish and previous, the past few weeks' parishes, that Bishivim Nefesh, Yerdo Avisachal Mitzrayim, right? That Yaakov went down to Mitzrayim, Bishivim Nefesh, 70 souls. It doesn't say 70 souls, it doesn't say Bishivim Nefoshois. 70 souls, it says in 70 soul, singular. Why? Because there's one nefesh, which is Yaakov Avinu's neshama, that is made up as a composite of all the neshamas together. So a nasi has within him that element of being the tzutzah Yaakov Avinu, having the neshama haklolas of the generation. So Admar region was the first, Yaakov Avinu then had it, and then every nasi hadar has that element of tzutzah Yaakov Avinu. Okay. So that's a general nekud of where neshamas come from. But in that itself, there's literally degrees of neshamas. There's many different types of neshamas. And as we said, the neshama of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and Moshe Rabbeinu are completely in a different category than our neshamas. What does it mean they're a completely different category? It's not just that they have more ability or less ability. It's not that they have a greater ability than we have less of an ability. And since they have a greater ability, they can refine themselves, they can perfect themselves to feel closer to Hashem or whatever. No. They, to begin with, are original, their lechatchila, in their essence, are much on a, on a higher level. Why is it that the Rebbe was the Rebbe? It wasn't because he worked on himself to become Rebbe. The Rebbe was the Rebbe because his neshama was a neshama of Atzilus. It's, it's, it's a different form of neshama. It's on a higher darge. It's on, it's on a different level. It's al when we speak about lahavdil, so to speak, to make a distinction between Kedusha and not Kedusha, the idea of personality types, right? When you speak about different personality types, so <laughs> you have every person, we're all human beings, we all come from a mother and a father, we all have similar DNA, we all have similar genetics, we all have similar ways our body operates, but at the same time, we actually act differently. Our personality describes and, 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 and is the software, so to speak, of our mechanism, of, 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 of the way we, we take in information, the way we deal with things. And that's a very real thing. That's not a made-up thing. It's a very real thing. And certain people have a higher level of intelligence and certain people have a lesser level of intelligence. That's a very real thing. So if we're saying we all stem from the same source, we come from the Etzim of Eivishter, how could it be that in the Etzim you could have a Moshe Rabbeinu type in Neshama, and then a Mendel Zirkin type in Neshama. Like, how could it be that there's such a vast gulf of a difference between the two? So that's what the Alter Rebbe is saying, that if we all taka come from the same place, it seemingly it's contradictory to say that you come from all the same place, but yet there's so many differences. And the Alter Rebbe says, not only is this true between the vast gulf between earlier generations and later generations, but the Alter Rebbe In every generation itself, you see a gulf, you see a mass. Like we said, the Rebbe, compared to the regular, you know, you'll you watch a video of the Rebbe a lot of times. You're watching a video of the Rebbe, and you see certain people pass by the Rebbe, and obviously they don't have the same appreciation of what a Rebbe is, or don't understand necessarily what a Rebbe is. So they're coming by the Rebbe, and they talk to the Rebbe in a way like you would think that they're talking to their friend. And like you're thinking to yourself, you know, what are you doing? Like, you know, you're speaking to like, you cringe, at least for me. You cringe listening to their way they're talking. It's like, not just disrespectful, it's almost like totally like... But that, that, just, just, that just highlights, at least for me, this mass gulf of difference between the level. It's like Lahavdal again, if someone would be trying to discuss with Einstein his, you know, his theory of relativity, right? It, it, it's, it's so nonsensical to assume, it's so nonsensical, 
um, to assume that 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 the person would have any any relationship with understanding. Okay, he could be a very intelligent guy. We're talking about a simple person trying to discuss with Einstein his theory of relativity. It, 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 it doesn't seem like it matches up, right? So even within one generation itself, we see these varying degrees, these varying levels of neshamas. And then the Rebbe says even further, even in the regular multitude, the most people, in every nefesh, the word nefesh sometimes could refer to a specific level of neshama, or the word nefesh could sometimes refer to the more generic name, meaning soul. And in the soul, there is three general levels that relate to that we're conscious of, which is nefesh, ruach, and neshama. Nefesh is the part of the soul which is focused on instinct and action. The ruach is more the emotional soul, and the neshama is the intellectual soul. Says the Alter Rebbe, there are certain people who are more intellectually inclined, certain people which are more capable of understanding and perceiving things on a much deeper level. Other people are more emotionally inclined. I'm not saying people who are emotionally inclined don't understand things very deeply and perceive things deeply. I'm just saying that certain people are more intellectual and their neshama, they're, they're more in tune with their neshama level. Other people are more in tune with their the ruach, they're more emotional, and other people are more instinctual. I've, been in, I've mentioned to a number of people about the Myers-Briggs personality, right? So the way the Myers-Briggs personality is broken down is generally there's, there's four categories. There's the category of what's known as the NT. Then there's the category of um, uh, there's, there's, a, there, there's, well, exactly how to break them down, but basically there's, there's, a, there's an NT, there's an SP, there is an, uh, an, an, F, an, F, uh, an FP, uh, and there's a, um, or an NF, and then there is, and then there's an, S, an, S, an SJ. What's the chilukim in the Madregas over here? An NT is a Baal Seichel. His di- dominant focus in life is seichel. That's the way he works. I know for myself. That's my, my, my predominant focus is, is I take in the world through seichel. I'm not saying I'm in tune with my neshama so much, but that's, that's the nekoda. That you'll be more in tune with your deeper neshama. The NTs usually are very, very logical, but there's certain NTs which are very like, if they're more introverted NTs, they're more seekers of truth and trying to find the truth. The seichel forces a person to want to find the truth. That's like an NT personality type. Then you have an SP personality type. An SP personality type is more in the realm of Chochmah. They're not so much within the realm of, of Seichel per se, but they're in a certain category of Seichel, more in the realm of Chochmah of Seichel, which is more like, more living within the world of like, uh, like uh, sensing things. They sense certain things. They're very into the it's sensing world. Right? They perceive, right, they're very perceptive. So that, that is, that's, so to speak, more of like a, 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 a aspect of, let's say, the Chochmah part. It's perhaps in, in the Seder of the Vesuris, it's Chochmah versus Bina. And then you have the NF. The NF is the deep emotional type of personality type. The deep emotional personality type, the NF is someone who seeks to know something through an experience. They don't want to know, the, they're not interested in knowing the truth, they want to feel the truth. Right? It's an emotional, they're more into the ruach, they want to know the truth. So they're deep seekers, they're highly intuitive people, they want to understand the depths of life, they want to understand what's going on behind the scenes, but it's coming from an emotional place where they want to know it, for not because it's true, because intellectually it's true, they want to feel it. That's why a lot of times you find a clash in personalities between the NT, let's say, versus the NF. An NT, they, don't understand, they could understand something purely from a principal point of view. 
If it makes sense logically, if it makes sense objectively, if it makes sense within the realms of Seichel, it's true. The NF won't accept it. The NF will say, I don't feel it. I don't experience it. It doesn't speak to me. It doesn't feel right. Because they're living more in their emotional world. And Lamashal, just to bring this point out a little bit, Lamashal with this, I remember having a discussion with someone years ago, went on a family trip, we went to Tzvas. I was in Israel once, and we went to Tzvas, we went to different, different, different sites, different holy sites and other places. So we went to Tzvas, and we went to the, we the Beis Forest, to the cemetery in Tzvas. So we went and we dived by the Arizal's caver. Went to the mikveh, then went to the Arizal's caver. I nearly got hair st- heat stroke over there because it was such a hot day and I didn't eat anything. And then I went into the mikveh and I came out and I nearly got a, got, got a, like the, 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 the change of temperatures was drastic. Either way, 114 degrees. Um, so, so, um, when I went, so, Okay, so, so, so anyway, so we went to the Arizal's caver. And we went to the Arizal's caver, so we dive in there, fine. So I was feeling, you know, a certain, like, a certain feeling, a certain moment of closeness, or whatever it was. So one of my family, one of my siblings, asked me afterwards, like he said, like, like did you feel anything there? Like, was, did you? So I said, yeah. I said, like, I thought, you know, this Arizal, he says, but you know that there was, uh, there was at least two ma- major earthquakes over the past four or five hundred years. How do you know this was exactly where Darizal is? Maybe he was moved ten feet. So I said, listen, I said, I don't know. I said, I know millions of people have come to Davin here. For me, that's enough. Million, that itself makes it holy. Right? There's millions of, like today's time, he says, I'll call Be'asor, Shkinta Shari, the Gemara and says, ten people come together. That makes it holy. There's millions of people, but for him, that's not enough. Because that's, that's a logical... That's more of an, that's more of like a a seichelika type of answer. For him, he wanted to know that he's actually in the space of the Arizal itself. It's a certain emotional attachment to the place. It has to be an experience, not an intellectual knowledge. So that's sort of the difference between the realms of Neshama versus the realms of Ruach. And then you have what's known as the SJ, which is more Maisabapel, the, the foot soldier, the one who goes and does things, very practically minded. They're geared to doing things because that's what has to be done. They're very faithful to tradition. You can have an introverted, you have an ISTJ, ISF, whatever makes some difference, the Chilukim of the personality is. But the SJ is very like, very Maisabapel, very, very nafshiistic. They're very nefeshtika type of people. They can be genuinely, very genuine people, very real people, as we say in Yiddish, very earnest, very sincere. But, but, but they're not very into the emotional world. They're not very into the intellectual world. They're very into the practical reality of what you got to do in the doing world. That, that's that personality type. So Al-Tareb is saying is, is that, again, Lahavdul in the Neshama, in the Nefesh, we see even amongst people, there's different levels. You have those that are primarily in tune with their Neshama, and there's those that are in primarily in tune with their Ruach, and others are primarily in tune with their Nefesh. So how could we say, says the Al-Tareb, that we all stem from the same place? How can you say that everybody comes from the same location? That doesn't make any sense. If you come from the same place, you should all have the same disposition. And we don't find that. So this is the question that Dr. Rebbe is asking and presenting here now that we explained that seemingly we're all a chelik al-mamamish. So Dr. Rebbe is now going to go into to explain this concept by explaining a very crucial, important idea which is very, very important for a number of reasons. First and foremost, to understand how is it that although there are taka at many, many levels, and although taka, there is a concept, the Alter Rebbe mentions this a few times in Tanya, that every person, depending on the level of his tchunas of hanefesh, depending on his personality, his spiritual personality, he'll have a different realization, a different connection to Judaism, a different connection to God. 
right? There's certain people that have a much more keen intuition, let's say, into God. And other people don't have that. They have more of an emotional connection to God. Other people have more of an instinctual connection. It's something that they just feel that there's a God or whatever it is to do, be religious, whatever it may be. So although there is, there's definitely a distinction within levels, and there's certain people that have a more of a closer feeling, more of a realer, a truer feeling, more of an experience versus other people, but at the end of the day, we all actually have the same source. And not only do we have the same source, we all have the abilities to tap into that source and therefore be able to reach that same level as everybody else. But the catch is, is that we have to be connected to the Neshama HaKolos. As we started off before, the Neshama HaKolos is what connects all the Neshamas back into the source. So if we stem from the Etzim of the Ebishter, or more precisely the way the Alter defines here in chapter 2, we stem from Chochmah Vatsilos, which we'll talk about a little bit at some point later, what Chochmah Vatsilos is. When, we get, when we're talking about coming from Chochmah Vatsilos, we all have Chochmah Vatsilos. In the world of Chochmah Vatsilos, the experience of godliness is very real. The Rebbe, for example, by the Rebbe, it wasn't that God was an idea. God wasn't a concept. God wasn't something he read in the book. God wasn't something that he, he studied about. God was something very, very real. There's a famous story with the Tzemach Tzedek. I don't know if it's famous, but it's a story with the Tzemach Tzedek that was once a, a, a person who came to the Tzemach Tzedek and told the Tzemach Tzedek, he says, that I don't believe there's God. Prove to me there's a God. So the Tzemach Tzedek said, do you know, do you believe there's a czar? Right? They were living in Russia. They were living, living under the czar. Do you believe there's a czar? So he says, of course there's, I believe there's a czar. He says, how do you know there's a czar? Now you have to realize it wasn't like today where you have what's, where you have television and you could see the king. And, uh, you have no idea. How do you know? You live in a, in a little village in Lubavitch. How do you know there's a czar in, back in uh, Petersburg? How do you know? So he says, what do you mean? I have a brother. A brother's a very wealthy businessman. And he does business you know, throughout Russia. And he does business even with big nobles and big you know, wealthy knockers back in Petersburg. And they tell him that there's a czar. He says, and that's why you believe this is a czar. Because your brother has business connections with people that know and say that this is a czar. And that's why you believe this is a czar. He says, believe me, I know this God. I saw him. That's what the Samach Tzedek says. But that's true. A Rebbe doesn't just know there's an Abishter. Obviously, he's still limited on, in a physical body. An Asham in a physical body, the Alter is going to say later, is still limited, is still not still connected on the ultimate level. But the, Rebbe, the Rebbe's connection to God wasn't just this, like, he was just more religious than us type of thing. You know, he believed in it more. No, he actually, he actually experienced it more. It was more real because he actually, his neshama was deeply, much more connected. It's like, for example, you know, uh, maybe this is not such a great example, but to maybe bring out the point a little bit, let's say, you know, you're invited over to someone else's house, Right? And you see the way your friend, let's say you invited over to your friend's house, you see the way your friend, you know, the interaction between your friend and his parents. Let's say, you know, it's a very loving family and they're, they're acting, you know, there's a certain friend. You feel a little bit, you don't feel that love. Even if, even if the parents are very nice to you also, you don't, you don't feel that love. You don't feel that connection as much. Why? Why don't you feel that connection? Because it's not as real. It's not your parents. The child feels that love. The child actually feels that connection. You don't because it's not really your parents. Don't you so, like act in the same way like that? When, when the parents are like that? No, that's a different story. I'm just saying is that when a friend goes, when you go over to someone else's friend, so when you, 
So in other words, the person is being nice to you, the person is acting nice to you also, the parents are being very nice to you, but the child feels the love of the parent when they're in that interaction versus you between them. You just see them as nice strangers, friendly strangers, who are my friend's parents. So it's not exactly a very good muscle, because at the end of the day, we're not like friends, so to speak. We're actually part and parcel as the, of the Neshama Kolos. But for a Rebbe, his, his, his experience with God is on a whole different, whole different level, on a whole different... It's a whole different beginning. It's a whole different level. And that's Chochmah Vatzilos. And Chochmah Vatzilos is the true, pristine experience of godliness. As, as, at least on the level of godliness, the way it comes into creation. There's still a separation, which we'll talk, get to at another point. Says Alter, with Alter, his main answer is going to be is that despite the fact that we all do have varying levels and we all do relate differently. Our connections to God is different. Our connections to the way we relate to our nefesh or our ruach and neshama. The levels of how much of our nefesh and how much of our ruach and how much of our neshama is all very different in quality and quantity. Despite all that, says Al-Tarebbe, we all stem from the same place and we all have the ability, we all have the ability to be connected to the same place for one reason, that is through the Rebbe. When you're connected, says the Alter Rebbe, to the Neshama HaKlolis, that automatically makes you connected to your real essence and to your real source. And this explains, we'll hopefully get to learn it a little bit more, this explains why a Rebbe could tell you in Yechidus who you are. Why could the Rebbe tell you what your job in this world is? Why could the Rebbe tell you who you really are? Because the Rebbe, you're not just, you're not an outsider to the Rebbe, you're a part of the Rebbe. The Rebbe just looks within himself and senses certain things. When you went into Yechidahs, you didn't just go into the Rebbe and there was two separate people, there was you and the Rebbe. You are, Yechidahs literally means unification, right? Yochid, to be unified. That's Yechidahs. There was a unification between your part of your soul as it's connected to the Rebbe. That's what, that's the idea that Chassidus explains. That's the concept of the unification between a chassid and a rebbe. So when you went into Yechidus, you were connecting to that inner self, the rebbe recognizing that inner self of you through himself, and therefore he could tell you what's going on. You are not aware because you're so far removed from that self. But the rebbe who is aware could tell you what's going on. It's not like he has this psycho, psychic powers. It's not that the rebbe has psychic powers. The rebbe has the ability to be in tune with himself very deeply. What about non-Jews? What about non-Jews? Right. So therefore, so at that level, the Rebbe never, I don't know if Yechidus, the Rebbe had were non-Jews to that extent. I don't know. But, but okay, he was able to know certain things, obviously, from obviously also from a Ruach HaKadosh point of view and from a deeper level in a Hanami. There is that aspect. But the, but the point is, is that at least for us, the Rebbe could take us to a place that we can't reach by ourselves because he's that medium that connects our essence with our being. That's the whole Mimer Bata the Tzava. The last Mimer that we have from the Rebbe that we chazer every year Gimel Tammuz is the Mimer. One of the major themes of that Mimer is this concept that the Moshe, the Rebbe, the generation is what bridges the gap between us and God, between us and our source. Between, and, and the truth is, the Rebbe, there explain, the Rebbe explains that really he only takes us so far. We at the end of the day have to really do the whole, the, the, the main work at the end. But the point though is, what's, what's the point here in Parag Bays? Is that 
you could have, you could feel like you're more of a nefesh person. You're an SJ. You're a person that just does things. You just, you're just very much into the natural, physical world. You live in the world of the physical, physical world. You're just very connected to the physical. You just do things. You're not trying to perceive deep or whatever. But when you connect yourself to the essence through the Rebbe, so then you could actually be in tune with your essence and in tune with your real soul, which is a mamish. So therefore, the Rebbe is going to say, and he's going to give a mashal, he's going to give an analogy to this to explain how this works, that even if you have very different levels, you have things which are come through, he's going to explain through DNA or whatever, things that come through with different, many, many different levels, it doesn't take away that even the lowest level could essentially have and be connected to the highest level. And really, on an essential level, there is no distinction between the highest and the lowest level. The only difference is, once you break, once you get, once you remove yourself from the essence and you move into the realm of expression, in, 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 into the realm of the way the soul manifests itself, to use some of these fancy words in the lessons of Tanya, right? Where the soul manifests itself, where the soul comes begili, when it reveals itself. And those levels of the neshama, yes, there could be distinctions, but in the essence of the soul, every Jewish soul is the same. To recognize the essence, to be in tune with that essence, that is primarily through the idea of being in tune with the nasi, which has my neshama bound up with his neshama, and his, since his neshama is rooted in the essence of God, therefore I could be connected. Why isn't the expression of the essence the same? Because, as we explained in one of the previous classes, or a mo'ar, however much the or reveals of the mo'ar, and there's nothing stopping it, whatever, then it should all be this. Right. Oh, very good question. So this goes back to a question you actually asked a few days ago, a similar question. So the Altareb is going to explain how this evolution process has happened. You're right. Seemingly, you're asking if it's we're all just an expression of the essence, the expression of the essence should be infinite like the essence. So how do you have the differences, right? So we're going to see, we're going to get into the fact that there is an evolutionary process, the Jewish evolution, the, the Jewish perspective, perspective of the soul's evolution. We're going to get into the discuss that in Hashem tomorrow, that, that discussion. It's a very important discussion of how that evolutionary process takes place. Okay, we'll stop over here.